Oh, it's rolling, bro. Well, this is not, it's not really, I wish it was take one, but after technical difficulties, technical difficulties and, and microphones and... Three weeks of trying to figure out how to run one of these stupid fucking things, we finally figured it out. Hey, everybody. Thank God. So, the official Flow Event podcast that everybody's been asking about is going to come to life and come to fruition now. Number one, here it is. This is, uh, this is it. Everybody who's been asking, you're sitting here talking to the two buffs that are are one, yeah. uh, two fourths, so half. No, there are five of us. Uh, they were there at the beginning. Five. Well, there, in the beginning, there was five. Now, now there's you, me, Mike, Pete, Matt. There's a couple of us now. Now. Then there's all the guys that that supported along the way. Everybody at work that's helping out with all the mm-hmm. tips and tricks and. You know, like I'm going to have to edit out that, uh, that old math I just pulled out because I was a little rough to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's why we do this. You know? yeah, we but, ain't uh, doctors for a reason. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, so, I mean... Uh, let's, uh, let's definitely, before we, uh, before we go any further in our podcast, uh, us, everybody at Flow Event, we do want to recognize the, uh, the firefighters that uh, lost their lives yeah. last month in March. Um, that one week was a pretty rough week for the fire service and... Uh, Everybody in the fire service uh, mourns your your loss, and uh, we support your families and your departments, and everything that uh, comes with the tragedies that happened all over the country. Really, it was wasn't just focused in one area. Everyone, everyone took a pretty big hit. Yeah. So that's it. All right. So here we go. Let's let's start cooking. So uh, let's start cooking. Let's let's throw it out there. Let's. What do you want to make today's training topic about? Uh, we're not going to hit off with anything major. I mean, eventually we're going to have a schedule. You know, everybody has plans. And, but what makes us I, – what I believe makes Flow Event, like, just fun and entertaining is this constant flow of knowledge. And, you know, you have something to share. You have something to say. You, you're out with it. You know, that's why we post little things from whether it's – are you prepared for a crazy – you know, like last night they had the uh, – yeah, they had the bus that hit the on yeah. the southern state. I mean, yeah. are you ready for that? Everybody, everybody always broke my chops about thinking too crazy, being too creative. But anything can happen anywhere. Um, you know, we go from posts like that. We go to you know using the eight wedge on the on the firehouse innovations door and just eight wedge. Or you know going when you guys had the live drills with the acquired structures. Yeah, yeah, you know that eight wedge worked great for that. It works. You know, it's again you get what you get and you practice with it and you can make you can become. One thing I want everybody to listen to this podcast to know is, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do things a little differently than other other training sites and things of that nature. By no means are we bashing anybody. By no means are we putting ourselves against anybody in a competition. You know, we're all in we're all in this together as a as a unit as a. Yeah. How much we we question. A call made not by an officer, just a silly call or a or anything along that nature, and that needs to be taken as if we're sitting in the back the back of an apparatus bay, around a table smoking a cigar, arguing. You know that this you got to have firehouse talk along with everything you do, and that's what I want everybody to know that this this is going to be a forum for everything. You know, yeah, you know, we I mean, we've gone at it. About between regionalization, who needs a rescue, who needs a this, who should be a fasting, everywhere and anywhere. (laughs) You know, but that's what made it. If you don't have conversations, there's no, you know, it's like you talk. Yeah, you might as well hang up your gear. Yeah, 
You, know, you can't be stuck in your ways. You know, one thing, and I said, I've always said this to you, and I, I, I truly do believe it, um, as opinionated as we all are in the fire service, because mm-hmm. whether you've been in the fire service for 70 years or you've been in the fire service three years, you're going to have an opinion, and what people don't realize is some opinions are right, some opinions are wrong. Some opinions are what they basically are, opinions, and you need to know when to keep your fucking mouth shut. That being yeah. said, uh, I'm a true true believer, and I, I believe Rob is too, that the day you believe you know everything in the fire service is the day you can hang your gear up and just, uh, just go mo- mosey your way out of the building and tell everybody you're retired or you got fired from the volunteer service or whatever you want to tell people because we've heard that before. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest. That's one of my pet peeves. I mean, it ha- you can't you know, stop. You can't stop. Keep, and, and, and if you're in a position that, let's say you're tied up in a position where, let's say, you know, you can't, not that you can't train, but you, you're, you're uh, A, going through something or in a position that doesn't allow you to train because you have to do more admin stuff. You know, being aware to let your guys or girls, you know, take certain training. Go, you know, and come back with the knowledge and keep spreading it. See, my thing That's is, the, and I agree with that. My thing is, you know, you, you might be in an administrative position and you can't go out on the trucks when they're doing basic hose stretches. Or you might be, you know, you can't make the... the the monthly training that your department's mm-hmm. holding at, at your, your local fire academy or wherever you do your training, that's fine. But just because you missed it doesn't mean there's other ways you can't train. Yeah. Listen to everybody in the firehouse talk. That's one of the biggest training, training props there is, and everyone takes it for granted. Listening to the, the guys who were there talk about, hey, you know, this extended lay, it didn't work like the way we needed it to work. We need to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Biggest tool in the fire service to train with that nobody seems to use is a fucking whiteboard. Yeah, it's simple. A whiteboard with some markers and an eraser. Did this work? No. Okay. Let's try it again. Yeah. You know, the, there's always you always have to draw a game plan before you can actually execute the play. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of a lot of places are out there with training. You know, practice like you play, train like you're in a game. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got to start somewhere. It all makes sense. Yes, it, it yeah. does. You know, you got to know the bread and butters. You're stretching the line. You got to know what kind of hose pack you have on mm-hmm. your rig. You got to know where everything is. Yes, but like you just said, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, and like like you know, you don't just get thrown into a game. You, exactly. There, there's got to be some sort of base. Yeah. There's a step process to, to it. Yes. You know, you you grow up playing, let's say football. You start out. You, literally, it's flag football. It's a football, and you have end zones, and that's, you play the game. Then you add the pads. Then you add full contact. There's a process to get into that next level. So, you know, I totally agree with you where, you know, I, I, I'm big on it. Guys have seen, you know, where I was helping out with training and whatnot. And when we do drills around here, it's, you know, like you said, use the whiteboard, guys. This is what we're going to do. Even if it's not done in one night. But, you know, in, in our area, it's kind of, it's better. It's more beneficial to do it in one night just because how we meet and whatnot. But if you have the opportunity you know, you, you pull out the whiteboard. You say, "This is what we want to do. It's what we want to accomplish. This is how we're doing it." Any questions? Yes or no? Boom! Perfect. Next step. This is the equipment we're using. Everybody know how to use this equipment. All right. Boom. Let's say it's event like at the acquired house y'all had. Uh, you know, on the, just a gr- on the garage roof. All right. Is everybody comfortable? You know, working on the roof without tools. Just get up there and because you know we're well, everybody's not that busy, well, so you don't we, even know. Now you were, you were there. We had the acquired structure. We had. Now, we have a range of mm-hmm. guys who were there 
some being in the fire service for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years. I think the youngest we had was mm-hmm. probably a, a 10, 7 to 10 year start, you know. Now, we had a couple guys who have never been on a roof. Yeah. Now, you sit there and you say, okay, well, have you been in the fire service 30 years and never been on a roof? Well, it can happen. There's places in this world there's like this. There's places in this world that that's the way it operates. Yeah. So some guys looked at me and I know how to start this off. I've made cuts in training. I've never made a room. That's, that's the whole point mm-hmm. of why we're going to train. You know, we were on the ground. We had the tower ladder set up. We had a bucket on the ground. Mm-hmm. So the boom was down. Mm-hmm. Everybody know how to start this off? Yep. Everybody know how to do this? What tools do we bring on the roof with us? What do we do? Now, in every department, it's different on what your protocol is, on what you're bringing to a roof. My department, I can tell you this right now, our protocol is... You bring K-12, you bring the cutters edge saw, you have pipe poles, and we have tools mounted in the bucket for roof operations. That's our protocol. Might be 10 times different where you are. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. where it involves where you need to know what, you, what you're doing. And uh, I'm, I'm sick of the excuse. I'm sick and tired of the excuse that everyone loves to throw out, which I ride the engine. I don't need to know the truck. Yeah, that's or the biggest... I, or I ride the, I ride the rescue, I don't need to know anything else. That's well and great. I'm glad you ride the rescue, and I'm glad you, you, you've come about in your training and you've specialized in one thing. I'm, I'm 100% willing to learn from what you know, because you know more about the rescue than yeah, I do. And you master it. That you becomes your it. thing. That's great. But you still got to be able to be operable with everything. 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 There's, there's, there's a time where... A rescue is not going to be needed. Yeah. You're not going to need to know how to build cribbing to lift a bus after you use seven airbags to pick it off the ground. You're not going to need to know that at a trench rescue. Exactly. You're not going to need to know that at a house fire. You know, I'm, I respect everybody who has the training, that, but at the same time, as everybody who we've ever met who has that specialized training mm-hmm. is always, always confident in the other yeah. aspects of fire service today, yeah. which is it is so important to, to be cross-trained, especially in this day and age. Now, you know, there, there could be a lot of career firefighters listening to this. You, you are one of them. Mm-hmm. You're friends forever. I know this. You're at Tower Ladder. Mm-hmm. You don't touch the engine stuff. You're at Tower Ladder work. You yeah. know. I know you know everything else, and I know a lot of career firefighters know everything else. But 85% of the country's firefighters volunteer yeah and it's a mixed approach you're doing you're doing everything exactly you're doing you are the squad you are are it (laughs) you 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 are that utility man yeah and that's and that's uh you need to know it up in you know in this area where we grew up it's i feel that's one of the uh not not detrimental but there's there's a lot of uh let's say energy behind certain companies on Absolutely. This is Absolutely. we're these guys and we're those guys and you guys can't be those guys because we've been these guys for 50, 60 years. Absolutely. And that's not good for the future, I no. think. Because like you're saying, everybody should be well rehearsed and versed in all to. operations. I mean that's – I got lucky and they picked up the one article in one of the magazines about you know company interoperability because you just got to be able to do everything, whether it's equipment, training – you know, the basics of how to use a radio and how to switch to certain frequencies so I could talk to you when I come to your town, you know. But, oh, I'm an engine guy and, uh, 
we don't go to that because we don't need to know that because only the truck goes. So uh, why do I got to know how to switch the radio over? And unfortunately, there are there are people like you know there are mindsets. We know it's a, it's a mindset. Yeah, it, it's a mindset. Now it's not every mindset, and it's not that the guys who have that mindset aren't willing to change or aren't willing just to shut up and listen. It's when you get the guys who have that mindset who will appease you, yes, mm-hmm. yes, you to death. They might take something away. They might not. And by them doing that, you think you're making some sort of progress where all you're really doing is pissing yeah. on the street, let's be yeah. honest. I mean, it'd be way more beneficial if they were like, yo, Cap, Chief, I don't get this. Yeah. Just nobody's going to – they'll break your chops maybe depending on what your house you're in. But if you just say something, I'd rather you know be told I don't know how to do this. All right, we'll take the 30 seconds, a minute, five minutes, whatever it takes – for you to understand how the mutual aid works and how the radio works so that – and I mean look at it. We're Everybody – I don't care if you're this town, that town, what number you are. Everybody is getting thin. Yeah. And no, it's, it's over. Everybody's you know, that whole thin. gung-ho, everybody had 40 guys on a rig is over. You, it's the future. You, you see that once in a while. Yeah. And you, and you rarely Maybe see summertime. It. Convention one weekend. The kids are hanging out. Oh, yeah, the convention. Please don't get me started. <laughs> one thing, one thing I, 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 I have always done – when I ran a drill or whether it be a hands-on drill or whether it be, you know, a round table drill is something that we were going over. If one person had a question mm-hmm. and he, one person, he or she didn't understand a certain thing we did by our protocols or but instead of just taking that person aside and saying, okay, this is how we do it. I'm stop. Mm-hmm. Everybody would come around and I would explain why. Yeah. Now, even though the one person came up and said, hey, you know, Cat, Lou, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't get this. Why do we do it this way? He or she might have been the only person with a set of balls to say it. Mm-hmm. Because you know the way people are. They just keep going. Somebody will also fix their mistakes. Yeah. Somebody else will, you know, well, I'll follow somebody else doing it. So I always went about that approach with, okay, if one person doesn't get it, there is a chance that somebody else doesn't get it. They just don't want to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not mad. He didn't want to say anything. I don't. I don't care. We've all done it. Yeah. Let's stop the drill. Let's take a time. Time out. Mm-hmm. It's a drill. Here's it's, the, here, we had a question. Why do we operate on this radio frequency when we do this, but operate on this radio frequency when we do that? Great question. Now, how many guys know the answer to it? Oh, I know. I know. I know. And you know, one person. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, guys. This is why we do this. This is why this radio frequency program was put into place. This is how we operate. In this section, this is how we operate in that section. Is there any questions on this? Well, why don't we just operate all on one channel? Okay, well, if we listen, you know, if we dig deeper into it, which mm-hmm. we will, mm-hmm. you'll find out why there's so many di- there's different channels for operation, which works. Where we grew up, where we are now, our mutual aid has a bunch of radio channels mm-hmm. at this point. Every single radio channel is it designated for a purpose. Yeah. There's a and reason. There was a thought process works. behind why. There was, thir- there was a thought process when they presented it, the radio team that presented it. There's a thought process that the radio team came up and did a whole other presentation at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why we do it this way, and the reason works. I understand if you don't understand it, that's fine. Let's explain it, but this is why we do yeah. it. And you got to continue to to practice with you it have too. To, you have to continue. And that, where we grow up, I, I got to say, we're, yeah, we we rarely run into issues like that mm-hmm. with, with 
you know, radio communications by itself. Um, you know, we, we've been very fortunate enough, you know, to grow around, to grow up with, I don't want to use the word buffs because, you know, some people take offense to that word. Yeah. Um, but we grew up with a lot of guys who were knowledgeable in fire service, mm-hmm. and we were extremely Guys lucky. that really appreciated it. Yeah, guys who, guys who love the job. Mm-hmm. Guys, you know, whether these guys are paid or volunteer, guys who enjoy going to the firehouse every time yeah. there was a fireball, every time there was a training session, every extra duty. You know, we, we saw that when we were 16, we joined the fire service. Mm-hmm. We, we saw that. And that's what, you know, basically what turned our love for the fire service into, you know, what we're doing now, what Flow and Vent was. Yeah. Because we, we wanted, to, we didn't want to be the generation that stopped that. Yeah. That love. Yeah. So, you know, we reach out to 8,000 people on Instagram. And it's working. People somehow, on Facebook. It's, somehow people like this. Somehow people, and that's what that's what we're going with. Yeah, it's 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 definitely. Uh, I don't want to use the word consumer or follower, but it's definitely like group led. Yes. You know, because there's 100%. there's guys that are sending things in from across the country. You know, guys, career volunteers like you know academy classes are doing things that they saw might have not been what we did, but something that we shared off mm-hmm. of another page. Absolutely. You know, it's just. The future of training is starting to and, completely and that's evolve. One thing, that's one thing I completely love about it is, you know, we have something very unique mm-hmm. in which we have guys, like you said, across the country sending us stuff. And, hey, guys, I, you know, I know you don't deal with this. Mm-hmm. This is what we deal with. Take a look at it. Yeah. You know, take what you can from us dealing with it and mold it into how you battle a fire. Mm-hmm. And... It's something that truly is amazing, if you ask me. It really is. The tools that people show us, you know. The yeah, little mods, little, little tech tips, that it, stuff like that. Tips. It's it's amazing on how, you know, we we're, we're progressing the fire service. And to add and to add, not to cut you off, but to add to that, it's even the things that we think are so um, mainstream for around here. You you show somebody else, they think that's one of the the newest and greatest things it's in the amazing. world and you're like a piece of webbing on a supply line isn't a big deal but for some people it's like they never thought of it what do you mean yeah. <laughs> like, this is and, insane and it's and it's something that it takes it's so, so simple yeah I mean we're uh, it's 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 definitely a journey um, you know and this year it's coming up on uh, on five years of flow event which is pretty crazy too yeah you know unofficially and now it's now it's it's blossoming you know, not to use that word but kind of is it's yeah. blooming and everybody's getting a piece of it it is um let's see i mean we we uh we developed the format for this thing from a, a bunch of followers that messaged our page and we're like you know we're always uh always interested in, in, in having a podcast that wasn't you know how to do this or how to do that but just yeah, inc- never, included we, training yeah. a topic just everything just a firehouse chat we, yeah we didn't want to be you know we didn't want to be that 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 you know this is what this is it this is that that's we wanted to just we wanted this to be more so that we're talking in a firehouse yeah you talk with a bunch of guys but yeah. you know like you said people have sent us in what they want to hear and we're willing to do it we're willing yeah. to talk I mean one of the things uh, I got I got, have to give a shout out these guys have been really uh, through social media I mean 
now through multiple pages, uh, Modus Fire Rescue, the guys from Canada that are making those snagger tools yeah. and, you know. Yeah, yeah, you show me the, the it's, tools they had. Little things like that go a long way. And, you know, what I like about social media, social media can be good and bad as we're all learning, you know. But uh, the more they show it, sell it, everybody's getting their hands on it. Social media. It helps them out, you know. And it helps us out. Oh, yeah. It helps. It's just, it's, that's, you know, you don't want to call it the modern brotherhood, but it's, that's what it's about. Hey, I got an idea. Try it. You don't like it? Why? What happened? Oh, okay, no problem. Take it back. Boom. We'll work on it. But it is, it, it, you know, it, it is the modern day way of thinking. Yeah. Because without social media, I mean, yeah. how many times would we be in contact with brothers from Canada? Yeah. Honestly. No, that's true. You, I mean, that's how, I don't think we wouldn't have even met these guys ever. No. You know, yeah, yeah. without this. Got bro- the brothers from Florida. Oh yeah. I mean, you just—it's—it's it's a tool, you know, that is just something that—that's that, incredible. For sure. That we've all and we've all taken for granted for years. It can also be your enemy. No, I'm not going to no, sit, oh, sit here and say that. I mean, some we might have said one word the wrong way, and it's game over. This whole podcast <laughs> just went down the drain. That's it. We're gone. Um, Never allowed to talk again. But I mean, it's it's a it's a ride, and it's definitely uh, yeah. Central Florida Fire Tactics, the guys from uh, was it Marion County and Pasco County, Florida, down there. You know, we're bouncing ideas off of each other left and right, and um, you know, it's definitely it's definitely interesting. And I mean, for for a first time runs, we could keep going, um, no problem. I mean. Hopefully people. Hopefully there's something in this, you know. I, I mean, we got like we said, we got. We could go every day nonstop about different topics and, and issues, and you know, from the color of a truck to, like, I'll be I'm vocal straight up about getting rescue equipment on my side of town, you know, and I mean, listen, I'll tell everybody every when it's such a large area, everybody should at least have the potential to have it, you know. You guys are fortunate enough to split it. You know, between two specialty rigs. You know, the other town that I've started in, one firehouse, everything essentially has it now. See, you know? what really saved us with, um, with, with you know, especially all you will use the rehearse tools because that's mm-hmm. kind of a topic we're on. What really saved us is when we, when we purchased the new, the new rescue truck. Mm-hmm. Um, the chief at the time was able to not only purchase new rescue tools for the truck. But we were also to take. We were also able to take the old tools off the truck, mm-hmm. have them sent out, have them make sure they're all that's huge. Up, to, up to date, up to code, up to everything was yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. And they still once a year get tested. We still have them tested once a year. We still have them serviced once a year. Yeah. You know, to, to you a, build the stockpile. Build build a backup. And not only you know do we have that now, we have the rescue truck which handles all major extrications in my mm-hmm. borough. But now you have the second set of tools that not only run as a backup but we have since the, you know the truck is we've had the quick couplers put on it so mm-hmm. we could run everything off everything we have you know we made it interoperable universal yeah. operable. and that, that, that's a big thing yeah huge thing you know oh, yeah. and, and some people and we know out in you know out there in the fire service first tools are still some major fighting points in yeah. a lot of fire companies yeah, we understand now. Where I am, we're very fortunate, extremely fortunate. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 
I know towns that it's tooth and nail. It's thought of a rescue truck. They're like, we can't even yeah come close to even putting something like that together. Yeah. So it's 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 extreme. The, the diversity you see in the fire service with training and equipment is amazing. Mm-hmm. Because you can go to some towns who you know town councils, fire commissioners, and fire boards of directors. They don't say no. Yeah, they just, they, whatever you want, whatever take you care need, of it. We got you. Yeah. You know, and then you can go to a town where you know they're fighting to have a 1970 Mac <laughs> replaced, not because they want it replaced, it's because they need it replaced. <laughs> it's because the thing barely starts yeah. anymore, and they still have to turn around and try to justify this to, to the higher beings. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it is a big chunk of change to swallow, but. But at the end of the day, you can't put a price on. (laughs) (laughs) A quote one of my good friends loved to use with his wife, which I think actually drove her crazy. But it actually is such a good quote if you actually break down to can't put a price on safety. Mm -hmm. Now, we've taken that quote and we've joked with it and Mm -hmm. had a great time with it. But if you think about it, if you actually think about it, you can't. Yeah. And and unfortunately, in this country, let alone the world, there's a price put on it every single day. Oh yeah. It's it, I mean you can't you can't be yes and no uh, you know yes the dollar essentially makes a decision and runs all parts of what's going on these days. But um, oh hey Mike, Fitness Friday just showed up. <laughs> Are we recording right now? Yeah, we are. Oh, man, we're live. We got Conash Productions hooked us up with the mic. And, uh, Finally. Things are going well. So everybody, Fitness Mike is here now, the guy that runs the Fitness Fridays. What's so, up? So today we were just, you know, we went over a lot of stuff. But right now we were going over the uh, putting a price on just, you know. Anything. 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 Safety, life, equipment, you know, career, volunteer, it doesn't matter. But there is no price. Um I'm I'm a big guy just being ready for the potentials and the the craziness that can be involved. Like, you know, I'm out in the open. Everybody knows Rescue Rob is here. I want rescue tools on my <laughs> side of the Rob. town. You know why? Because the potential of, you know, doesn't matter what town you're from, what district you're from, what state you're from. If you don't have at least the resources available to you when you know you're going to be operating for an extended period of potential time. At least have the basics. At least have some cribbing. Well, I mean, to set up for the rescue guys to come in and do the work, which is which is acceptable. Hey, we'll pull up, pull a line. One of our guys will start patient care, and potentially start, you know, setting up for you guys so the cuts quicker. And it takes a while for some people to realize how important it is for, as you like to put it, resource allocation, <laughs> because, you know, the last snowstorm we had was really bad, and where we are. Yeah, it's um, where, where we are. The rescue company, they're far away. Is, is across town, and when you have when a you have storm snow. like that, it takes fifteen minutes for them on to a good get day. on a good day to get over here. Now because you have of traffic. elements of of traffic, trees, snow. They're tied up on their own coal. There's trees all over the place, you know. So it's just beneficial to have. You know, again, one day I think this will be a good topic for its own potential let's call them episodes let's call them episodes you know on just that but um what else did we hit on we talked about the guys from canada we talked about the brothers from florida 
Um, man, this this is fun. Um, There's so much to talk about. Training, like how, how we always discuss, you know, different types of training, how, how we like it, where it's basics. You go from this is how we're going to do it, draw it out on the board, and then player by player move it up, move up to more technical. Um, is there anything that you want to do a shout out with the fitness sector of flow event on, you know, training? I know you're good at it with the post where you describe what you're doing and why and how it benefits you both physically and firematically for your, you know, operating potential. Well, the biggest thing is unfortunately for the volunteers, it's not mandatory. I mean, you could pass a physical exam from your doctor mm-hmm. and he'll write it all off like no issue. Which is all cool. I mean, we should be open to everyone. We need volunteers. But when it gets down to it, you need to be able to perform on the fire ground. And all I can say is, like, you got to stress the fact that you need to be fit in some way, shape, or form. Because, I mean, I've seen bigger guys that have still moved quick. I mean, you yourself, you have a very good cardiovascular system going on for you. And you you uh, you could probably wind me at a fire ground. Where I, I have the strength and whatnot, but I mean, I don't know. You you just gotta you gotta stay fit. You gotta be able to perform on the fire ground. And I can't stress that enough. So just we'll we'll keep uh, the post coming. Um, I mean, just try to do anything. Just work out when you can. Work out. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping jacks, push ups. <laughs> I don't know. Run around your house. Just yeah. d- do anything. Just to. Keep yourself fit and yeah. ready for calls. You know, and uh, I got to give another guy that helped us out along the way, you know, was uh, Pip from 505 Fitness from, uh, I guess, mid-Jersey in that area. Um, you know, like you said. the place. Well, yeah, his, his thing turned into an empire now. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. You know, so uh, it's definitely interesting to start this up. But it's fun because we always sit around, we always talk, and we're like, man, we should be publishing this stuff. Like. Well, I'll have the same conversation with you or you separately. Then together it turns into a big conversation. And then when we're in our own little elements, wherever, different departments, the same conversation happens. So why not just just spread it? What's the the big, you know, what's the big deal? So um, I think if that's that's all we got for today, might be a wrap for the first one. This might be it. Yeah. Cuts, exits. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks to Cohen Ash Productions for the mic. <laughs> Do we have like a little musical cue out yet? I don't know. You, Mr. DJ, you got to come up with something. <laughs> guitar riff. Yeah, guitar riff. <laughs> 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 Kramer. Exit music. Yeah. Audience clapping. Let's, hit, let's insert some audio, audio, audience in there. Like we're get a soundboard. Doing this in front uh, of right, now, you're, now you're pushing. Now you're pushing too much. This went from just. We got this computer to work. It took us. That's what happens. You see, we've been here since seven thirty. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so, all right. Hopefully, people like it, and uh, see you next time, eh? Hey. Yeah, it was playoff hey. time. Hey. Go, Devils. Go.